Hello and welcome to a special episode of the VG Podcast. It's a follow-up to our weekly recap from Friday. We came to you a little sooner than we thought. Uh, some late news broke on Friday, May tw- March 24th, uh, from interim city manager Jesus Garza's office. A press release and memo went out announcing some significant or further significant changes to city leadership. On to discuss that with me is our associate, Hannah Garcia. Welcome to the show, Hannah. Hello, everybody. Well, first, I want to say hook them horns. I know they are playing shortly. We're recording this on Sunday. They were, what, what, what time are they playing at? Uh, 4.05. 4.05. Yeah. Who, who are they playing? University of Miami. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll hook them. Hook them. Uh, I got my jersey on. Y'all can't see, but I'm repping the horns Ready to right go. now. Ready to go. Uh, so we we have a blog post about this. We'll have a link to that in the show notes. But um, you know, this continues a, a pretty dramatic or a, a fairly I'd say dramatic month of changes for the city manager's office, uh, starting March first, actually, when he announced uh, the departures and the resignations of uh, some key city leadership, including the airport executive director as well as one assistant city manager of public safety. Between March 1st and now, we've seen him shore up his executive ranks uh, with interim directors and in several positions. A lot of folks who are veterans um, from t- they're working with the city really under, I think, under um, interim city manager guards is a past stint in the late in the, in the 90s through early 2000s. So we're here today. And, um, you know, we, again, we have a link to this in the show notes, but some of the higher level ones include changes, includes a reorganization of which departments report to who, uh, what assistant city manager. Um, so high-level ones for those who are interested in real estate, the de- development services department, as well as housing the department and playing department are now under the purview of assistant city manager, Veronica Persinio, who's been on the show several times. Um, assistant city manager, Rodney Gonzalez, now has human resources, as well as a uh, communications and technology management as well as uh, equ- equity office under his purview among other offices, uh, those, those I think those two particularly are are significant uh, change ups because I think Rodney for a long time I mean he was a former DSD director, development service director, and then uh, as well as um, he had been over I mean he's held that he's held DSD under his purview for at least five years and that more yeah yeah so man, your thoughts on this I want. <laughs> No, I think it's um it's pretty drastic. Uh I wasn't I I mean I think we all knew that some kind of changes were coming just systematically to kind of make things go a little bit smoother, but to see this happening so quickly and just kind of in one full swoop, um it's uh it's pretty crazy. I don't think I've seen this happen in a while. And um I think it's also um just kind of with the right timing for a new city manager to come in and do this right now. Um and he's aligned with the mayor so it all is kind of working out for everything yeah i mean as you said again this, this our city manager for austin is the ceo of the city so uh uh mr garza was appointed i think february 16th i believe and that yeah that's right february 16th and yeah i think it's it's been um you know it's the, I, I i will actually as he said in the, in the release i have assessed then assessed the inner workings of this organization the city and believe changes are needed to position us for the best possible service delivery now and to the future. Um, my highest priority is to organize our people and our work so that our operating that we are operating cohesively and focused on problem solving. 
I believe this structure will be conducive to reducing process redundancies and to operating at the highest efficiency. And I, I know it's in here, but one of the things I, I've I've heard from several folks um, from about the city manager is you know his bias towards action, right? And so I think uh, I think we would benefit if someone who was with the city for well over a decade, and you know while the city has changed somewhat, I think bureaucracy kind of typically doesn't change as much. Um, so we have someone in this role as a seasoned executive, and I think, you know, it, it's going to be a process until, or t- a time until we have a, a permanent city manager, at least a year plus. Um, and, you know, I think these changes, while they're interim, may yield some strong results for the future, too. But one of the things I'm curious, we'll, we'll be watching as well, um, or other shifts, rather, is uh, the, city man- the, the CFO for the city will now be reporting directly to the city manager rather than through an assistant city manager and the city manager is also creating a new a new executive position uh, for strategic strategic communications and external affairs, which will report directly to him, as well as they're creating a planning department to allow for equal focus on the importance of affordable housing and planning our community, which I know are very or key priorities for the majority of our council. And yeah, and I also think the just addition of that um, communication and external. Um, affairs is going to be great. I think we saw kind of what happens when there's no one, you know, specifically in charge of that with Austin Energy. You know, we didn't get a full press release and we were getting a lot of information from council members through a lot of mediums. So um, hopefully that allows the system to kind of function really well and we get better communication from the city. Yeah, I agree. And that 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 position report, reporting directly to, to the city manager, I think is key because, I mean, we the city, the city has a communications office, Right. But overall, I think it was more of this. This this is my view. This is about the speed of which the city manager can directly be controlled making the making a call. Yeah. So more to come on that. I think also some key a key item of interest for folks in the um and in, in the procurement space. There's a new department. There's a cat. There's the creation. It'll be a creation of a new department called the Capital Delivery Services Department. Uh, this will be a new department fully dedicated to capital program implementation um, and more detail to come on that in terms of the purview and responsibilities. Um, but a lot, you know, again, a lot of a lot of changes. I think we have the benefit of someone coming in, though, who's seen this all before. And as well as, you know, they're you know, he, one of the well, they're not a city staffer, but uh, Laura Huffman was brought on board to do internal internal consulting around around these kind of things so i think while there have been a lot of changes in under a month i think it you know goes to the bias towards action from the city manager and wanting to you know some would say the austin way to drag things along and talk it to death right potentially some would say yeah. i think you know it's one thing to talk about what you want to do and all the things we want to do and everything else uh it's another thing to execute them and i would say that these that the execution has happened um, at a high level, and also on the you know from the, at the executive ranks, at the director ranks, and probably below as well, in such a short span, um, I think uh, at least shows you know that the, the team manager is is walking the or walking the talk. Yeah, and I think we've also we've heard the city manager say like, and the mayor as well that you know we want a bias for action, we want to move quickly, and you know methodically so we can create substantial change that the city needs, and so I think this is. You know, just another example of how they're doing that. You know, we've seen real, real um, initiative taken from the whole of council and city staff. So um, 
it's definitely exciting as someone who's lived here for a very long time or my whole life essentially um, in here and within the metro. So, um, you know, I'm excited to see what they'll do and what this will, you know, pan out to be. And it will actually, you know, really speed up the system and make it a better government for all of us. Yeah, I think it's uh, well said. And, you know, let's talk about too about just about council and their speed. I mean, they've, I think the meetings are, we've attended several in the last uh, few months they've been in and just the amount of time I think that's been saved while still having thoughtful deliberation has been kind of just, I don't say world changing is too, it's too big of a word, but it's been, it's been a nice surprise sometimes because we, you know, we kind of plan our days to be there till six or seven and then we've done it too. Yeah, I know. It's been great. Like to just be able to say like, okay, I can go now. Mm -hmm. Starting on time and little things like that. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, well, y'all, thanks for tuning in on this Sunday. We're going to post this episode shortly. Uh, Again, we have, we have a link to the press release and the memo with the full detailed changes from assistant or interim city manager Jesus Garza in the show notes. Otherwise, though, thank you for your time and hook them horns. Yeah, hook them. <laughs> thank you for listening to the BG Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please share with your colleagues. The BG Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. The BG Podcast is a product of the Bingham Group LLC, an Austin-based lobbying firm serving businesses, nonprofits, and trade associations at the municipal and state level. You can learn more about the Bingham Group at www.binghamgp.com. That's B-I-N-G-H-A-M-G-P.com. And for the latest firm news and content updates, follow us on LinkedIn. We'll have a link in the show notes. Thank you.